Welcome to Gavin's Point Sports Authority, a fan-driven NFL podcast. Well, hello, Mitch. How you doing, Clint? It's been a long time since you were on our podcast. It's been a, been a minute. Well, I'll touch uh, real quick. Uh, we've moved over from armchair football. Uh, we're trying to broaden our scope here with uh, GPSA, the Gavin's Point Sports Authority. Um, it's going to be the same podcast for the NFL as we've done in the past, so uh, it should just be us hopefully arguing a little bit more. Uh, we've also uh, put the explicit uh, tag on it because I didn't want to handcuff anybody uh, from getting a little uh, heated. So it should be a little more fun. Um, but otherwise, th- this is the NFL version of our podcast. Maybe down the road we'll do some other ones, but this is one we all watch and, and I think uh, we know the most about. So uh, we're going to kick it off. Uh, how you been? Good, good. You know, the NFL season, uh, what are we in week uh, week four last week, moving on to week five, and uh, it's been interesting. <laughs> you can say that. <laughs> uh, you know, and that's probably one of the first topics I want to discuss is uh, the disappointments we've seen in, in a couple divisions uh, and the surprises we've seen, because I think there's plenty of those. You know, you go into the first week, you just don't really know. I yep. mean, uh, you can guess all you want, and you're a betting man, so you know how that usually works out. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a little rough this year, you know, some ups and downs. But, uh, you know, like you said, it's been uh, it's been a very unique a start to the season. Well, the last I heard you say it was a lot more downs than ups. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, take uh, Mitch's betting advice with a grain of salt. <laughs> well, um, we're just uh, we're going to rebound really well. So, <laughs> well, I, I hope so because you're much happier when you're winning money, <laughs> and I got to work with you. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, so out of the, what are you most surprised about this season so far? Uh you know, the most surprised I would be. Uh, would probably have to be the AFC West. Uh, everybody th- kind of thought they were going to be head above heels better than everybody else, uh, one through four, all four teams. And, you know, it really hasn't been that way. Kansas City is back where, you know, they normally are right now. They've been playing really well and one of the more dominant teams in the NFL. But the other teams have been very, very disappointing. You know, and the, and the Chargers, I think, got back on track this week. Uh, but – you know, it, it's been a rough go for them, especially injuries-wise. Holy moly, they're just decimated. Like they are every year, it seems like. Every year. Every year. And, you know, that was kind of the, at the hump they needed to get over. And, you know, once again, you know, four weeks in and their left tackle's out. Slater, you know, all-pro tackle last year. He's done for a while. Joey Bosa's done for a while. Joey Bosa's out. Keenan Allen hasn't played. Oh, yeah. He, he, yeah. It he, just, he doesn't seem like he ever plays. Yeah. The injuries are just piling up already, and I just I don't see them going very far with that many injuries. It's tough to win um, the way it is, then, let alone have all these injuries mounting and, up. And that division is still going to be tough. Oh, yeah. Any division game is tough, but Absolutely. when you lose players like Slater and Bosa, you're talking about the best of the best oh, in, yeah. in their their positions difference makers right you know and you got Kansas City sitting at three and one dropped a disappointment went to Indianapolis kind of everything went wrong that game they could very easily be four and oh the but I think the biggest surprise is the Broncos yeah they, they, they're two and two but god they don't look good no <laughs> they look terrible and you know they had a big injury with Javante Williams done for the year 20 yep. ACL so um, it'll be interesting to see where they go with that because they were kind of relying on that run game a little bit. Russ wasn't really clicking with the wide receivers early on, so it'll be it'll be real interesting if that offense gets better. Um, who t- who tweeted that they should have they should have paid their punter two hundred thirty five million? They they didn't tweet that. That was uh, Eli Manning straight <laughs> oh, that, on the right. That was on the Eli cast, <laughs> right on the Manning cast, Manning cast yeah, <laughs> on national television. But uh, you know, Russ. I think he'll rebound a little bit. You know what they say is let Russ cook. Uh, I think they're going to have to do a little bit of that. <laughs> right. And kind of just see where it takes them, you know, I mean, for, for better or for worse. So. And they've had years where they've wasted a defense. I mean, look at all the years they had a good defense and had Absolutely. Tebow and Plummer. Yep. I mean, they they just can't seem to get it all together. Yep. Um, the Raiders, gee, many Christmas. So what What is that? I mean, they, and they beat the Broncos. 
You know, it's our only win. Yep, yep. And the Raiders, you know, they were one of those unknown teams, new new head coach. Um, Devontae Adams obviously coming over. There was a lot of hype on on Oakland, and they, you know, didn't have a win until last week. Right, right. Um, but, you know, I could see them rebounding. That division's obviously wide open right now. Right, right. I, I agree. You know, and there's a couple other divisions that are a little disappointing, but, I mean, that's probably the big one. I mean, that, that – it really is the big one. Yep. Um, I, I think we knew uh, the AFC East was going to be tough, too, with, with Miami loading up in the offseason, New England being New England. Yep. Uh, now, they were, they were down to the third-string quarterback this yep. last weekend, which is it was Zappy. Was that, is that his name, Zappy? Bailey Zappy out of Western Kentucky. Oof. Yeah, and he actually – He played okay. Yeah. I watched he, that. He didn't play bad, and, you know, he actually wasn't a terrible college player. Um I want to say he led the nation in passing yards his senior year, but I, I could be mistaken on that. But I want to say he did. You know, Western Kentucky's known for throwing the ball around, so do, they they. Do you think Mac Jones is their answer long term? I think it's too early to tell. Is what I would say. Yeah. He's had some moments, but he's also had some moments where you would swear that he's not. They're they're going to have to surround him with talent. It's not like you have Tom Brady back there where you can plug in the guys that were stocking shelves last week. And, you know, Devontae Parker and uh, I can't even name their other receiver. Devontae Parker. Myers. Uh, um, Bourne. You know, they're not exactly. Jacoby Myers still there? Yep, Jacoby yep, Myers. Yep, That's yep, the other one I was yep. looking for. You know, they're not exactly uh, Chris Carter and Randy Moss. <laughs> uh, so. Well, even before that, I mean, before, he, you know, Brady had Moss over there. But, you know, I, I get what you're saying. Yep. Um, I'm, I'm really glad I sold the Mac Jones rookie card when yeah. I did because <laughs> I got some money out of that. And I don't think I'd get the same today. No, good sell high for <laughs> yeah, sure. Right. Um, you know, I know they're 3-1, and one, but I've been pretty disappointed with the Bills, Okay. to be honest. Okay. I don't think Josh Allen – everybody's so high on Josh Allen. And don't get me wrong, I think he's unbelievably talented. Mm-hmm. And they, they're going to be they're going to be good for a long time. But I really thought they were going to be that unstoppable force to come out. I thought that was the team to beat and they in kinda, the AFC, even over the Chiefs. And they kind of looked that way week one, so the hype even went, you know, a Through step further. Yeah. Yep. Um, I would agree with you, though. You know, they, they don't look unbeatable. Um, I think the one thing that they really lack is uh, they, they have one speed. You know, they're either firing all cylinders or, you know, they're, they're not really producing real well. Um, they're missing kind of a running game to kind of slow the game down, grind it out when they need to, burn clock. They just don't really have that ability, um, in my opinion. Right, yeah, I, I, I would agree. I, I think the running game is lacking, and I, and I apologize. I don't know what's going on with Mitch's mic here. It's kind of being a little goofy, so we'll have to fight through it here. <laughs> it's we'll we'll have it fixed next next time around. But um, who is those have been kind of disappointed. Who are you surprised with the most? Surprised, you know. I and and before we get to that, I would mention a couple other disappointments real quick. Sure, um, Indianapolis. And Jonathan Taylor, you know, specifically, mm-hmm. um, you want to tie the fantasy football aspect into it. And, you know, he was the consensus number one. Indy was supposed to have a great year. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Yeah. Haven't really looked that great. They did get a surprise win over Kansas City. Yep. Which is a great win. Um, they were at home. But I just – I don't see them making it very far. Um, and then the other one would be the Bengals start. Now, they've kind of rebounded really well. Right, um, they're back to two and two. I mean, absolutely. it's funny that division. You know, you've got the Ravens, Bengals, and Browns all at two and two. Yep. So I mean, it's anybody's game, obviously, this early. Absolutely. But the, you, who do you think is going to come out of that? I, I don't think the Browns are obviously without Deshaun Watson, but I'm surprised they're two and two. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if I had to pick a team, I I'm done betting against Lamar Jackson in a contract year. I'm just done doing it. <laughs> you know. I was a naysayer for, for several years on Lamar. I said he's a one-trick pony, and uh, what did I do? Uh, I drafted him in my fantasy league because he's putting up points, and I'm oh, yeah. 4-0. Oh. Yep. <laughs> and Lamar is doing things that you've never seen in the NFL before. You know, yep. he's, I think he's fifth in rushing, um, number one in touchdown passes. He's just uh, in a contract year, and he bet on himself, and he is hitting – Big right now. So, do you think the Ravens can afford to bring him back next year? I don't think they have any choice. I think they have to pay. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You know, the only other thing would be if they trade for like a younger quarterback. You know, it was mentioned Miami's from the Miami area. You know, maybe a two a trade with some draft capital. But the way he's playing right now, you let him go and 
It's yeah. like you have a mutiny in Baltimore. Yeah, I mean, you just don't <laughs> let talent like that no, leave leave not town. At all. Not no. at all. And so I, I'll, I'll say um, I was I was proven wrong. Boom. So <laughs> you know, uh, I he's learned to throw the ball outside the numbers, which is something that he always struggled with. He threw down the field. He was, or in the middle of the field. He was always fine. You, all you had to do was cover the middle of the field, and he couldn't complete an out route his first couple of years. Yep. And that's how he got beaten in the playoffs every year. He's one to watch, in my opinion. Uh, so do you think the Bengals were a flash in the pan last year? I just think they... Because their offensive line was terrible last year. And they were terrible to start the year off. And they're they're turning around, but you know everybody thought they were the next up-and-coming thing. They come out 0-2, um, didn't look very good. You know, they, they have rebounded, but, you know, I, I thought the Bengals were going to be taking another step, too. And they still might. You know, it's early, but I was just kind of disappointed in the start, especially Joe Burrow. I mean, Burrow had four turnovers in that first game. Right. Um, didn't do look you, very sharp. Do you think they beat the Dolphins last week if Tua stayed in? Uh, I mean, probably not. Um, I, I can't really say that. They, they played a good game. Um, the whole Tua situation. The Dolphins have a good backup quarterback. So, I mean... You know, Bridgewater came in, and I think he let him do a touchdown their very first drive that he was in. Right, so right. I, I don't think there would have been any really big difference to that outcome. But, um, you know, the Tua situation, that that's a whole Well, other. and that's a good segue <laughs> to the Tua situation. So mm-hmm. let's let's hop right into that. Okay. Because uh, I watched, the not last week, the week before, he got concussed. And it didn't look that bad. He popped his head. Don't get me wrong. Hey, you know, he banged his head on the, on the, the turf. It wasn't that big of a hit like the media put on. To, for it to be, it, it really wasn't in my opinion. And he he went into concussion protocol, or he went in to get checked out for a concussion, and then he came back and played. Uh, do you? And obviously, the Dolphins got rid of their the. It was an independent neurologist. Neurologist, yeah, uh, and fired him. Is that admitting guilt? I think they're looking for a scapegoat. <laughs> That's what they're doing right now. You know, the the one thing that they were they they. Took him off the field, checked him out. I mean, the stumble is what everybody talked about was right. when he got he was up, obviously concussed. He, he reached for his head and then he stumbled, walking back to the huddle. Um, that was the biggest sign of concussion to them. Now he claimed it was his back and his ankle, and that's kind of why he tripped and Bullshit. fell. Bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you, you can disagree with it all you want, um, but that's why they have. Yeah, that's your IQ, buddy. Zero. <laughs> and that's why they have these independent neurologists is to save the player from the competitor. Right. Um, and obviously the doctors didn't do that. You know, Tua told him it was his back and his ankle, and the doctor kind of said, okay. And <laughs> sent him back out there. Um, Rub some dirt on it. Played the very next week, and we kind of all seen what happened. That was ugly. It was that very, was, very was scary. ugly. Um, cameras were zoomed in right where where oh, the yeah. action was when it happened, and it, yeah, it was not a, not he, a good He sight. went straight out. He was out. Yep. I well, mean – and the hand signals, too, right. or the hand gestures. What, the so. gang signs he was throwing up? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, which, you know, they brought a doctor in on TV right after that and said that is um, a side effect of brain trauma. Right. Uh, is when your hands do that. So it's just a scary sight. You know, you never want to see that. You don't. But, it's he, I mean, is he injury prone? Because, I mean, he had the big hip injury, the Bo Jackson injury in college. Uh, you know, they took a chance on him. It, he's been banged up all his whole career so far. Yep. Uh, so is is he the answer in Miami? I mean, he's got all the weapons he does. need. <laughs> I mean, Jesus, bunch of Lamborghinis down you, there. You thought you thought Kansas City had it good when when uh, Tyreek was over there. They put <laughs> put Waddle on the other side with Mahomes. Holy yeah. shit! Well, <laughs> Kansas City tried doing the same thing with Hardman. Hardman just never really panned yeah. out to being uh, Waddle. He hasn't been on the field hardly at all this year. <sighs> struggling. I'm a bummed bit. because he's so fast. Yep, yep. He's got a lot of speed, <laughs> but you know Miami. The one good thing about Tua in or the Tua situation is Teddy Bridgewater, right? And he's a Miami native, you know, playing in Miami, um, taking over for Brid or for uh, Tua. for Tua. Yeah. It could be kind of a cool story, you know, to see Bridgewater. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's kind of a team that he could have success with is just get him the ball and let them make plays rather than right. you win the game. But we'll see. And to and to be honest, Tua doesn't have a deep ball. We've seen that this year so far. He doesn't have a deep ball. Yep, and we. There's no getting around it. He can't throw the ball like Lamar yep. or Mahomes or Herbert or Allen. He just does not have that ball. So does Bridgewater got a better arm? Uh, I'd say a little bit better arm, but, you know, yet to be seen. 
Right. Know, Bridgewater was never a really flashy guy either. No. He, he game he, manager. Yeah, yeah. Kind of fell in that game manager kind of role. But um, this is and you can make the argument this is the best team he's ever had. Oh, by miles. I mean, New Orleans had some talent down there, but he was behind Breeze, Minnesota. You know, they never really had any well, talent had, like Tyreek and Waddle. He never had a fair shot in New Orleans. They were really banged up. And, uh, Michael Thomas was out when yep. he was there. Um, you know, he didn't get much time playing with him. So, I, I, you know, and Sean Payton not being there. Uh, I mean, Sean Payton, is you can see now, yep. Sean Payton was the glue that held that team together. And, and New Orleans is really, uh, you know, uh, speaking of disappointments, I mean, Alvin Kamara. Where, where did he go? Yeah. I mean, you tried, hurt. To, you tried to trade him away to me in <laughs> fantasy. And I was like, yeah, I think I'll just yeah. t- keep St. Brown. Uh, yeah. I'm on a rock. He's been banged up. <laughs> yeah. You know, the Saints in general have been banged up. And, right. uh, you know, I thought that could be a team that could surprise us here. And they just haven't. No, not at all. So you're to, so we're through the, the, the disappointments. And, and you know, it, it's tough not to be disappointed in the AFC West. I mean, they... We thought that they were going to beat up on each other, yep. and they were going to beat up on everyone else in the AFC. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've kind of panned out to, I mean, none of them look really good. And, and Kansas City's still finding their stride, too. I know they I know they put the wood to, to, to Brady, but I think there was some there was some pent-up aggression yeah. in, in that game. Yep. <laughs> you know, they're, they're still mad they didn't get to play him again last year in the Super Bowl. Yep. Uh, you know, I know neither team made the Super Bowl, but they, they wanted the rematch. There's a little rivalry between Mahomes and Brady. Oh, yeah. Yep. There's yeah. no doubt about that. But Speaking of Brady. Yeah. So, is is did Brady come back for nothing? Uh, yeah, Tampa Bay's got a good team. And if there's one thing about Tom Brady is, you know, they've always had points in seasons, especially where he's won Super Bowls that they had low points. Right. You know, he, he tends to get that team together. During the playoff run, they'll be a tough team in the NFC. There's you, no doubt about the Bucs. I think that was just Giselle, and now that she's gone, it well, <laughs> rumor is they hired divorce lawyer, divorce lawyers today. But I don't know how much truth is to that. Um, hey, I tell my wife all the time if we're if, between her and football. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll see. You know, Tampa Bay they have a tough defense. Um, they've had some injuries on the offensive side of the ball. Let's not forget their division they're in is. Pretty bad. cakewalk. Yep, yep. They should win that division, no problem. They could go eight and eight and win that division, or eight and nine and win that division. Absolutely, I mean, it's it's pretty ugly. It's almost almost as ugly as uh, as the old NFC East outside of Philadelphia. Yeah, in Philly, you know, if we were talking about surprises, I would agree. Um, Philadelphia, you know, I knew they would be good as far as depth through an NFL team. You know, Philly has probably one of the deepest teams in the whole NFL. Um, but I didn't think they'd be this dominant. I didn't either. They, they've really surprised me. And, and they hung, uh, you know, uh, they played the Lions this last week. Yep. And the Lions hung in there with Goff for yep. a little while. But, I mean. Or no, they, they played uh, Jacksonville. Oh, ja- yeah, I'm sorry, Jacksonville. Yep. yep, yep. Jacksonville hung in there. And that was actually going to be one of my surprises was Jacksonville. They're, I think they've taken the next step. Not, not, not that they're going to be a playoff team necessarily. Yep. But they've looked much better than we've seen Jacksonville in quite a few years. Absolutely. And I, I think uh, Trevor Lawrence is, is making strides. If he, if he would have got them Mahomes treatment and sat a year behind a veteran, I think that would have helped him more, and I think he would have been really good this year. Yep. Um, I think you give him another year, and he might be one of those guys we talk about every week. Absolutely. And Jacksonville, you know, they'll, you'll bring up the Philly game where – they, they got spotted 14 points in that game. They were up 14 nothing, and right. Philly uh, did the Kansas City thing where they were leading at halftime. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, Philly kind of shut them down in the second half, but there was rain. Uh, Lawrence had a bunch of fumbles. I want to oh, say yeah, I, I, wanna, I saw that. I want to say he had four fumbles and an interception. Um, it wasn't pretty, but, you know, the weather conditions weren't the best. So that, that'll be right. something that you'll be growing pains. He'll get better. Um, they've already looked better. Their defense is very, very good. Um, I seen some where they matched uh, their takeaways from last season already. They had like I think they had like nine takeaways last season where they already have nine this year. Right. It was something like that where where they've already matched it this year. Yeah, I mean, I I like Jacksonville's roster. I mean, their wide receivers they kind of patchworked some good wide receivers, nothing great. Um, but I mean, they got two good running backs in that Etienne and and uh, Robinson. And of course, I I sit Robinson the first three weeks. He uh, he goes off, and then I start him week yep. four, and he 
laid a big fat egg. <laughs> it, it, it never fails. James Robinson's that dude that constantly everybody uh, undervalues every year. Oh, yeah. I it's mean, like it's like a, a uh, he just got hurt for uh, Atlanta. Um, Cordero. Cordell Patterson. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Nobody, yeah. nobody wanted him. James Robinson was actually undrafted out of college. Uh, Jacksonville picks him up. You know, and he right. actually had one of the better rookie running back years he had. I think he had over a thousand yards. You know, the very next year he tears his Achilles at that Urban Meyer year, which that was a dumpster fire. So it wasn't the best year. And then this year it comes back off of a torn Achilles, and he's already doing what he's doing. You yeah. know, he's having a good year. Yep, he's having a good year. Um, so the other disappointment, actually, I want to go back to the disappointment. The Rams, the Rams don't look like the same team from last year. What's wrong? Very much so. Um, you know, they don't have a ton of weapons. Uh, I, I seen that Cooper Cup had 19 targets. Is, it, is that the getting rid of Robert Woods? Losing Woods? Woods hurts. Um, Allen Robinson, I thought they thought they were just going to bring him in and replace um, all that production. And Allen Robinson hasn't really um, had the production. Higby had a ton of targets, too. It seems like uh, Stafford locks on to Higby and Cup mm-hmm. so much that it was just... You know, I, 19 targets is a lot. And Stafford's not, <laughs> not a spring chicken either. No. I mean, and they've had a lot of injuries on that offensive line. I've seen another – they had another guy go out last night. Um, so injuries are starting to pile up on that offensive line, which that makes it tough, you know. Oh, and, yeah. And when you're playing a divisional opponent like San Francisco, um, yeah, the offensive line's important. But one thing I will say with uh, L.A., is I wouldn't put too much stock into a San Francisco game on the road just for the mere fact that San Francisco you're going here with this. San Francisco's beat them the last seven times in the <laughs> yeah. regular season. I mean, they've had their number for way longer than you know 2022. So I think I, I wouldn't put too much stock into it. They they should rebound. They got talent over well, there, and that division's all two and two. Yep, every single one of them. And and that you know we could put that right up there with the AFC West. You know, we, with exception of Seattle, who's actually surprised me quite yep. a bit. Yep. Geno Smith has got an opportunity, and he is taking yep. advantage of it the best he can. Put up I a mean, ton of points. He's put up a ton of mm-hmm. points. You know, and and DK Metcalf is there, but we got Lockett and Metcalf. It seems like Lockett's got to be, what, 55? I mean, yeah. he, it seems like he's been in the league forever. I mean, we've been talking with uh, – he's one of those wide receivers that you don't draft high in fantasy. Yep. But they always put up a ton of numbers. Oh, yeah. So it, it's it's weird because I he's not on the top of my list when I look at wide receivers. They're a good combo. You know, Metcalf's obviously the big uh, intimidating wide right. receiver, and then they got Lockett, who's the speed guy, you know, the, the possession receiver. Didn't he have, like, less than 1% body fat? He's just a freak. He's a freak, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, we were just looking up the stats the other day. He ran at the combine. He was 6'3", 232 pounds, and he ran a 4'3", like 4". Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Yep. Can you imagine that coming at you full speed? Oh, yeah, especially for a cornerback that weighs 190 pounds. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, Seattle, they, they've played well. Um, I still think San Francisco is going to come out of that division. You think so? They look tough again. And, you know. So Trey Lance going to lose his job already? Uh, you know, they kind of even publicly came out and said that they've, they've committed to the change. Um, to Trey Lance. They, yeah, that's that's the path they want to go forward. Well, you can't really say, oh, yeah, well, now we're switching back. You know, right? you and, picked your horse. Garoppolo has one year left on that deal that they restructured. So it'll be interesting to see how far they go. Because How, how and, pissed are you if you're Garoppolo? You're, you're starting again, and you're making a tenth of what you were making. I, don't, I wouldn't be mad about it. You know, it's kind of a perfect situation. He comes back to an offense under one year, an offense that he's familiar with, had success in. So he's obviously playing for a contract next year after San Francisco already said they were going to go back to Lance. And this is the perfect opportunity to put up numbers for a team to be interested in him next year and to, you know, sign another contract. Where's he, where's he land next year? Carolina needs a quarterback. I was just thinking. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there, there's some other opportunities out there. Um, it really just depends on how the season unfolds. Right. But, you know, Carolina's obvious, an obvious spot. Um, Cleveland, if if Deshaun Watson, I mean, we'll have to see what happens yeah, to that. They're, well, fully guaranteed contract. They're giving Watson – some time Probably. before they before they go anywhere else. That's a Cleveland decision, isn't it? <sighs> I wasn't a huge fan of it. I think Watson's an unbelievable talent, but 
just a situation he hasn't around played it in over two years and just a situation around it with the fully guaranteed contract in the, in the lawsuits. It just, it was a kind of an ugly, ugly situation in right. the NFL, but you know, it's, it is what it is. It, it's tough to get a talent like that at quarterback. So Cleveland took their shot and you know, they're, we'll see how it pans out for them. Who do you think comes out of the NFC North? That's it's ugly. It's ugly. NFC North is ugly. <laughs> I'm looking at it going, Minnesota Vikings. I I was picking them to 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 win the win that division hands down because I, I know Aaron Rodgers right there, but God, he has no weapons. I yeah. mean, he has no weapons. It really boils down to if you you know Vikings look like a Super Bowl contender one week. Next week they look like they won't even make the playoffs. Do you believe in the Vikings finding uh, stability? Consistency. Consistency, that's the word I'm looking for. Or do you believe in Rodgers' ability to develop the receivers around him? Yeah, that Christian Watson out of North Dakota has flashed a couple times, but he has dropped a ton of yeah. passes. I've, I've watched some of their games, and it's he has dropped a lot of passes. He's, you know, If he develops, that's fine, but then who else do you have? Well, you get Tunyon. And, I, and I would even make the argument that the Romeo – Dubs or the Romeo Dubs, oh, um, yep. he's actually played really well, and he might be the guy that turns into Rogers' favorite receiver um, by the end of the year. But Randall Cobb, I, I'd have to say him. He's actually played extremely well for being another guy who's for, forty-five years old. Yeah, yeah, and came out of nowhere. You know, had some years in Dallas, didn't really do much. You know, thinking he'd be out of the league, but he's actually played really well with his. Well, I know he's really buddies with Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah. They, he was so mad when they got rid of Randall <laughs> yep. Cobb. Well, geez, beat the hell out of my table. What are you doing? <laughs> so, um, but, you know, I got to touch on. Uh, the Bears, I, I didn't realize that uh, uh, Justin Fields has less than 300 yards passing in four weeks. Four weeks. How do you keep your job? Uh, belief. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they they have some, a lot of capital invested in him, obviously taking him a high draft pick. Right. Uh, he doesn't have a ton of weapons around him, so... You know, he made the comment early in, in training camp that he had better receivers at Ohio State than what he does on the Bears, which, you know, you can make that argument seeing what Ohio State has uh, put out there in the NFL. But, but you don't want to say that publicly. You don't, but he did. And, you know, he, may, he he's probably not wrong. No, <laughs> so no, I'm not saying he's wrong. But. You know, you could actually make the argument that he probably had more overall talent on his Ohio State <laughs> right. team than, oh, yeah. than his Chicago Bear, but they're just not in a place to contend right now, and they're just not putting them in a good condi- or in a good position to. They still got a better succeed. record than the Lions, which is unbelievable. I thought the Lions were going to make a, a run to challenge Minnesota this year. And I test if you put the two teams together. Obviously, it's nine day. Lions just have scored a ton of points. They got to be the highest scoring team in the NFL. But they can't win, and they they can't stop <laughs> they can't anybody. Win. You know they're they're scoring forty five points a game, but they're allowing forty six. You know it just they're the games they've had early in this year have been incredible. You know this has been kind of a strange season. Usually you've got two, three, maybe four teams that go somewhat deep into the first half of the season without getting beat. Absolutely, we're in week four, and there's only one unbeaten left. Yep, and, and that's Philly. So is is the league getting? more competitive across the board or is is or is it just just a fluke just a weird weird season i would say you know i would agree with that statement that's got more competitive across the board but i'd also say that the truly dominant teams have watered down a little bit um philly you know philly's been great you know the other ones that you could say would be buffalo and kansas city kansas city losing uh tyreek you know that really helped them come down a little bit where, you know, they're still a good team. Don't get me wrong. They just, you know, losing a playmaker like that, you're going to lose some games they're, throughout. The they're going to have season. to make it up on the defensive side of the yeah. ball, which they have so far this yeah. year. They, you know, they're, they're doing well. And, and it's, yeah, it's, I mean, Josh Allen is going to run that division in my opinion, but boy, Miami, Miami looks pretty good. So, I mean, they it's, it's going to be tough. So who, <laughs> you know, if you would have asked uh, a lot of people at the beginning of the year who their MVP is I think Justin Herbert would have been right up there and don't get me wrong Justin Herbert leads the league in passing yards 
He's got 1,250 passing yards, just over Josh Allen. But Jared Goff's right there, Matt Ryan, Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes. Um, but they, they don't – he doesn't look like an MVP. I think there's one man that's kind of head above heels right now, just better than everybody as far as the MVP goes. Who's that? that that's Lamar. Right, yeah, the, what he's doing statistically. Yeah, absolutely. I mean – I wouldn't argue with that. You, you know, and then I'd probably have Mahomes at two um, – Herbert, Herbert, J- Jalen Hurts is having one hell of a year, but he hasn't thrown a lot of touchdown passes. Which you know, stats aren't everything, obviously. Right. Um, but I mean, Patrick Mahomes and uh, and Lamar Jackson, those would be my top two right now. Obviously, right. Josh Allen's always going to be up there. They're going to score a lot of points. He's going to have numbers too. Buffalo's going to have a good record. Um, so, is something I thought about this week. You know, we talk about it a lot with the Heisman Trophy in college, how it's a quarterback award. Is that Has the MVP, MVP become a quarterback award in the NFL? Yes. There's nobody else that can win it. I mean, it would take a wide receiver to have, you know, 2,200 yards and 14 touchdowns. So break know. records, yeah, essentially. Yeah, you would have to have it. Yeah, you know, 2,000-yard running back with yeah, 27 touchdowns. And I think the running backs are kind of – I don't know if we'll ever see that ever again. It'd be more, it'd be more McCaffrey style where it'd be scrimmage yards, right? Because I, I don't think we'll ever see a two thousand yard rusher again. Derrick Henry, I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. he's getting older, so yep. it's going to be tougher and tougher. But man, he's dominant. The extra game too is going to help, but I think we'll see a two thousand yard receiver before we see. I, a I, w- I wouldn't argue that. I mean, Cooper Cup's having a, a great year. I mean, what what's he at right now? Tyreek's leading the league in wide in, in yards, yards right yeah. now. Um, which will be interesting with Bridgewater. But, you know, that extra game, it really throws a lot of records. You know, go, just to take a, a step back to Stafford zoning in on Cooper Cup, I just looked at the stats. He has 42 receptions already. Yeah. Four games in, 42 yeah. receptions. He yeah. could easily like, break the receiving receptions oh, yeah. a record yep. this year. He had 19 targets the other night. We, we were talking <laughs> about it at work, and um, – I was curious because I said, you know, he almost had 20 targets. I was like, I wonder how many times that's happened in NFL history where, you know, you had over 20 targets in one game. And there was a few. There did was, you look it up? Yeah, we did. I, I think there was like 12. Um, there, there was over 10 throughout. And, you know, it's, it's a good trivia question. Can you guess he had 28 targets in one game? Uh, it probably would have been, you know, around 10 years ago. Okay. Uh, can you name the wide receiver? I guarantee you can't. You guarantee I can't because <laughs> well, I mean, he, he's obviously not a superstar then. He was. He was, but for a very short, short time. Um, when you hear the name, you'll be like, oh. You know, but, you know, it's not the first person that comes to your mind. I, I would actually probably have to say um, uh, Wes Welker. Wrong. I'm going to give you one more clue. Did who Can I? Can you, can you I'm going to give you who, one more clue. Who, who, okay. Uh, he did play... Well, no, he, he. I'll say he played in. He played against in Kansas City's division um, for quite a long time, or not quite a long time, but for a majority of his career. A majority of his career. So it wouldn't have been a Raider. Um, it wouldn't have been. It'd have to be a Bronco. He was a Bronco, it, and it and it wasn't Welker. It wasn't Welker. Oh. And it definitely wasn't in another clue. <laughs> I'm trying to give it away to you, but uh, he didn't play with Peyton Manning. He didn't play with Peyton Manning. Was <laughs> he a Bronco? Yes. He was a Bronco. This, that so should give it away. Who the hell was throwing the ball to him? It would, uh, what, 10 years ago? Smoking Jay Cutler. Oh, Jesus. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> I, 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 that gives it away. You should know instantly. I should. And I'm drawing a blank right now who the receivers were. Brandon Marshall. Oh Jesus! I yeah. forgot he even existed. Yeah. He he had like three good years. Yep, twenty eight yeah. targets in one game. Twenty. <laughs> it shows you how many receivers they had. <laughs> Smoking Jay was uh, on him hard that game, dude. I I still look back and I think I, I it's it's crazy because uh, I remember Philip Rivers and Jay Cutler jarring back and forth from sideline to sideline at each other. I'm like. You guys don't play against each other. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Like talk talk shit to the defense or yeah. something. But they it made them both look like asshats. They're, yeah, they, they were characters, no doubt about it. But. <laughs> yeah. uh, so you know, uh, <laughs> that's funny. 
I, I never would have guessed Brandon Marshall. It's a, it's a good trivia question to answer. You know, twenty eight targets in one game, Brandon Marshall, uh, Denver Broncos. That is, you know, we, you know, that'd be something fun we could do on the with the Facebook page is is give a trivia question and and put it out and and on uh, Facebook and see who gets it gets it right with. The bad part is everybody's going to look it up. Yeah, the, the Google machine definitely ruins uh, <laughs> yeah, right. all, all internet trivia. No doubt about it. So there's it. no prizes. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it, they would be freebies at that point. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> Charity. Um, the, there's a quarterback situation in, uh, in, in Pittsburgh, and Jesus, they're bad. Uh, without, and you take away TJ Watt, even, you know, they weren't. The defense was at least respectable with T.J. Watt because he would cause so much chaos because he might he might be the best defensive player in football. Owen, um, I, I read a stat the other day. Owen seven. Owen seven. Yeah, without without T.J. Watt. Watt. Yeah, which is tells you how important he is. Um, but Kenny Kenny Pickett came in and looked okay. He he looked better than Trubisky. I, I don't know if you got to see some of it at all. Yeah, and you know Pickett, you know he looked good in the preseason, but. Um, they had to make a change. They weren't putting up points. Um, you know, go with the young guy. And they kind of said, you know, this is what our plan is going forward. We're going to stick with Pickett throughout the rest of the year and kind of, you know, see where it goes. Let the young guy play. And I'll, I'll tell you a sob story. Uh, my fantasy team that I play with in uh, Sioux City, my cousin, uh, we have two two quarterback league. It's well, it's a super flex league, so you're an idiot if you don't play two quarterbacks. Which I'm gonna have to not play two quarterbacks because <laughs> uh, I had Dak Prescott go down, Jameis Winston go down. I had Trubisky and Mayfield were my two quarterbacks. Uh, yeah, so playoffs. Don't talk about yeah. playoffs. <laughs> yeah, that ain't happening. It's it's gonna be a rough year, and somebody had already picked up Pickett. So I, I I've been I've been I, clamoring for uh, you to pick up Zach Wilson. I, I somebody's already got him. You'd be quicker to the draw, Dude, man. It's Zach, a tw- it's a twelve team league. Zach Wilson's gonna be the next. Uh... <laughs> I just need Dak back and actually playing well. You know, which who knows if it'll happen because he didn't look good the first first couple games. So I mean, what did he did he get one and a half game or did he get he get two full games? And you know, uh. Cooper Rush winning, they don't have to rush him back. That's true. So it and that's be, all Cooper Rush does is win. Yep. It could be even <laughs> longer. You know, the first uh, Cowboys quarterback ever to start off his career 4-0. Um, <laughs> that's it's awesome. An, it's an interesting stat, you know. It's the new Red Rocket. <laughs> well, and the, you know, there's been weirder things. You know, Dallas, you know, they, they had Tony Romo once upon a time that was a nobody. Um, now Tom, I, I, Tom Brady was a nobody. Tom Brady – and. Am I saying Cooper Rush is that? Probably not. Probably. But, <laughs> um, you Being know, just, an ex-Dallas fan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we, no longer. We, we, we ain't going to talk about that. Mitch Mitch hasn't uh, chosen a team. He's He has uh, 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 relegated that decision to his son. Yes. I, I just couldn't cheer, cheer for the Dallas Cowboys anymore. They, uh, I always compare it to they're the Kardashians of the NFL. <laughs> and... I just I couldn't do it anymore, and you know I, I hope they win the Super Bowl so people won't say I'm a bandwagoner and jumping ship. But uh, I just yeah yeah it's it I can't imagine trying to choose a team to pick from, but I I'm rooting for you to pick a team because otherwise you're just a hater all I am. the time. Just a he's a full time hater. I will say the one team I am kind of cheering for to do well is uh, Zach Wilson and those uh, those Jets. You know, I, I kind of like Zach's, uh, you know, his swagger a little <laughs> bit. Uh, you know what they say? Uh, his slogan. You can say it. You can say it. <laughs> Since it's split now, uh, uh, throwing bombs, banging moms is his, uh, <laughs> his motto. Um, which one, one of the best headlines right now. It's, it's, it's very entertaining. <laughs> yes, it's it's funny. You know, I, I don't usually like to be that crude on a, on a podcast, but <laughs> maybe G- Giselle can hop on board. She's yeah. a mom. Yeah, and she's she's soon to be single. Yeah, like I said, I'm I'm not going to be that crude. You know, <laughs> I'm going to be nice to to the goat Tom Brady. But um, yeah, you know Zach Wilson. He did not look very good for the first three quarters last week. Look good in the fourth. That's uh, all that matters. Ten for eleven for about 150 yeah. yards and a touchdown. Jets won two games already. Oh, yep, that's crazy. That's, so speaking of bad teams, who who's the worst team in the NFL right now? The worst team in the, the NFL. Worst team in the NFL. 
That's a that's a good question. Um, I would probably have to pick. I mean, the easy pick is the Texans because they're the only winless team in the NFL. But they haven't looked that bad. And, you know, they tied Indy, and and I will say Indy looked terrible to start off the year, and then all of a sudden they came out of nowhere and beat beat, uh, Kansas City. You know, Atlanta, you make the argument for Atlanta, the Saints have not looked good. Um, You know, New England, they haven't looked good. But I would probably have to settle on Carolina. That's kind of that's the one I was gonna go with. Mm-hmm. I I know they're they're one and three, but I don't see them going anywhere. No, and you know they're already talking about Bench and Mayfield. I, I was kind of rooting for them to be successful. Just to I don't know I don't know why it's you get out of Cleveland, which I mean nobody likes Cleveland. I mean you might be a fan of the team, but nobody yep. likes Cleveland. And uh, I was kind of rooting for him, even because he's got that swagger, and his commercials are pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, it just he can't put it together. He's just not a good quarterback. Unfortunately. I know that that means no more Baker commercials. Yeah, I, I seen something, you know, and I'm not good with uh, remember memorizing numbers, um, but something with how they graded out or when when they started taking QBR. Uh, for quarterbacks, Baker Mayfield has the lowest QBR they've ever graded out in the history <laughs> of QBR. So I, I want to say he was in the teens somewhere or the low 20s somewhere in there, but uh, he just hasn't played well. No, I, I don't see it getting any better. I don't no. see it getting better if you if you bring in Don, uh, Donald either. Nope. I really don't. I, I think I think that's probably the worst team in the NFL. Yeah, and I, and I would even make an argument that, you know, they might – Try to blow it up too. Uh, you know, McCaffrey could be on that that trade block too. So it'd be something to keep an eye on for some running back needy teams later in the year. You know, being a Chiefs fan, I'd love to see McCaffrey on the team because that'd be fun to watch. But I think we're sitting good. And he's been playing well. Hilaire's been playing well. You got Pacheco in that. Man, that guy runs hard. Yep. Holy moly, he runs hard. Uh, you know the. Saquon Barkley's been a big surprise this year. Um, the Giants actually have been a surprise. They're they're not as bad as I thought they would be. Um, but Saquon Barkley being healthy, boy, that helps you out a lot. Um, so you think they'll have the number one pick in the draft? I would say if I if I were to bet on it, I would probably go with the Carolina Panthers. Now saying that they probably have the lowest odds. Uh, they, right. they're probably like, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure a lot of people are thinking that they're just, yeah, they're not going to be very good. So speaking of betting on it, you looked at the games this week. Um, you, we're, we're going to have you pick a, a good bet and a bad bet. Well, I haven't done very good this year. So, so just switch them around. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> You could make the argument, whatever I tell you to do, take the opposite. But right. um, we're, we're we're bound for a rebound here. Um, you know, with, with the... And this is the week five games. The week five games. Um, if I were to make a... Should I start? I'll, I'll start off with a good bet. Yep, yep, it um, was a good bet. The good bet, I would probably do the Dallas Cowboys minus four and a half at the Los Angeles Rams. Ooh. Dallas Cowboys minus four and a, four and a, four and a half at the Rams. At the Rams, yeah. I, I, you know, is Dak playing? Uh, no, he's not playing this no. week. Okay, there's some rumors he might be back. Yep. So you're betting on Cooper Rush. I'll take the points. You know, I think it'll be a close game. He's not a Dallas fan. No, I'm not a Dallas <laughs> fan. Take the points. Um, right. Be a good bet for you. Um, a bad bet. I would say. What's the sucker bet of the week? You know, and I and that's one thing I always look for is sucker bets. Um, you know, because they, they usually jump out at you right away when you look at them. Um, and the one thing that really kind of stands out to me would be the Tennessee Titans uh, minus two and a half. I, I'd probably go Washington. Where are they playing? Washington, Washington Commanders. Yeah. I'd probably take the Washington Commanders um, plus two and a half at home. Uh, you know, a lot of people are going to be on Tennessee. They've, they've been playing better. Um, Washington's surprised, you know, they're surprisingly good for a, a one, what are they, one and three? I mean, they're, let's see here. Yeah, they're one and three, but they, I mean, they've been competitive in every game, as far as I can tell. Wentz has not looked good. No. Um, 
He, he's I think he's among the leaders in getting sacked this year. But you think he's gonna he's gonna play well against the Tennessee, or you think Tennessee's just due for a stumble again? I honestly, you know, it, it had really has nothing to do with uh, the eye test. If I were to watch the two teams, I would say Tennessee is gonna smoke them. Um, every right. time, just looking strictly at the spreads, there there's spreads that jump out at you that you know instantly you're gonna be like, well, I'm, I'm taking Tennessee. They're, they're at least gonna win by a field goal. Um, but you know, Vegas always seems to win. Oh, so yeah. when when you say sucker bet, you know, I would say Washington would be the the sucker bet taking Tennessee. So I would take Washington. Um, kind of a pro a pro bet is what they call that. You know, a okay. shark. But um, yeah. Washington, that'd be your bet. Plus two and a half. What do you? What do you? What game are you looking forward to the most uh, next week? I mean, it's tough to argue that Baltimore Cincinnati game, uh, Burroughs versus Lamar Jackson. That's going to be primetime TV. Uh, I believe it's a Sunday night game too. So um, it's it's going to be a good game. Going to be a shootout. Um, kind of you know sets the the division going forward too as well. Um, Baltimore's played really well. Cincinnati's starting to play better. Uh, it'd just be interesting to see where that game goes. You know, I'm, I'm of course, looking forward to Raiders week and being a Chiefs fan. You know, Monday Night Football, uh, it's going to be a, a big game. Divisional um, opponent. Divisional opponent. Uh, you know, but and there's a lot of, in my opinion, bad games this week. But, you know, I, I kind of I want to see the Jets upset the Dolphins. And it could happen, you know. Uh, <laughs> Zach Wilson, <laughs> you know, I'm I'm a fan. Obviously, they they have some young talent on that team too. Elijah Moore, um, the the wide receiver out of Ohio State, Garrett Wilson, My, uh, the, uh, uh, Brees Hall, Brees Hall, uh, even that Michael, Michael Carter. Carter is really good. They got kind of a two headed monster back there. Yeah, they could just play the right the right the right offense. You know, and. People were talking about his first three quarters. Zach Wilson uh, didn't look very good, but you know it was his first game this year, first three quarters. So you know, <laughs> it, it was a preseason three quarters. Yeah, yeah, and he came out in the fourth quarter, looked really good. Led him to beat Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh hasn't looked the best. But um, yeah, it'd just be interesting. It'd be a good gauge to see where yeah. they're at. Um, be an exciting game to watch too, as well. Awesome. Well, I thank you for being here with me tonight because uh, we were going to have. Uh, I posted on our Facebook page. Uh, Unfortunately, the, the person I had lined up decided that they were just too busy for it, and, and Mitch doesn't have his new kid yet. Uh, on the way. On the way. So I'm going to take advantage of, of him having some free time this year and hopefully have uh, Mitch back again. Mason will be making an appearance uh, probably the next time we do a podcast. We're going to try to do them every couple weeks. Um, maybe, maybe you know, it depends on how busy we are. It, it's kind of a – this is a hobby, but it's fun, and we enjoy yeah. – uh, people listening in. Uh, if you are listening and you would like to be on the show, uh, we do take call-ins. Uh, we're going to open it up here as soon as I have some interest. It'll be it'll be kind of fun to get some outside opinions and we can argue with that. Absolutely. And uh, I'd like to have uh, Mason and Mitch on together um, because I think we'll have some some good arguments. We can make that happen. Um, you know, and I won't be on here very much, so I, I always like to put you on the spot too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. Early Super Bowl prediction. I, I got to hear it from you. I got to hear it from you. Early Super Bowl prediction. No, no. I'm uh, not picking the Chiefs. No, no I, research. Just off the top. No, I'm of your just head. gonna look. I'm just gonna look at the the standings. I want to hear what you got to say so we can look back on this in six months and. You know, oh boy, this is this is a tough one. Um, it's hard to bet against Philly right now. They look really good, but you know, it's it's Philly. Um. I would say, gosh, well, you are putting me on the spot. I would tell you, I think it's going to be a Philly Buffalo, Philly Buffalo, Philly okay. Buffalo. Okay, it's and it, it's going to be two really awful fan bases <laughs> yeah. together. I, we might have some fireworks, might have some buildings I, tore down, you know. You know, I understand why Philly Sorry, gets Sorry, don't mean the, to burn you Philly fans or Bills fans. I mean, I understand why Philly gets the rep they do because they are terrible, but <laughs> the Bills mafia, you know, they're a little misunderstood. I, I got some friends that are Bills Bills fans that are probably going to listen to this, they, too. Uh, they might give me a hard time. They're more, 
I wouldn't put them in the asshole category. They're they're more of the the wild category where they're jumping through tables so, and you know things so like that. Who, who's your pick then? My pick, I would have to go with the Bills. I think they're going to be there, and then you know, NFC's hard. It it's is really it's hard. very very hard. Um, yeah, I would <laughs> I would probably have to go Bills and. You know, I'm gonna go a little bit of a sleeper team. I, I like what they bring to the table. Um, I would I would say the San Francisco Giant or San Francisco uh, 49ers. <laughs> yeah, sorry, yeah. I, I kind of knew you were gonna go there with them. You're, you're, I think there's gonna be a neat a little story, you know, with Garoppolo. Um, Comes in, wins the Super Bowl, gets a mi- massive contract, and moves on to disappoint. Defense is, is very <laughs> tough. Debo is. A playmaker. They oh, have yeah. Kittle. Ayuk um, is good. Yep, they're they're just they're just a solid team. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing the San Francisco 49ers. That'd be so. awesome. Yeah. Well, that that does it for this week. Um, I will update everybody on the Facebook page. Uh, follow it. It's a uh, Gavin's Point Sports Authority. Now, not armchair football. I have I put a notice on armchair football's uh, page. Uh, we're going to add in some other stuff going on. Uh, I'm I've kind of employed Mitch to. Uh, run our betting site here eventually uh, that might take a little while to get into um, but it's just going to be his picks and some advice and and his, his what he's doing for numbers he doesn't want to publish them right now because they're pretty ugly uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll start this week I'll, I'll post a little bit you know okay. and I, but one thing I will say is you know with this podcast coming out uh, I changed my mind a lot right before kickoff. So, you know, the ones I ones I said on this podcast could not be the ones I post well, I think on you, Sunday you said morning. You, you gave up till basketball starts. Uh, but, uh, you know, my Knicks had their very first preseason game hey, today. He, so. he made sure to remind me that that's going on right now. So he's like, let's get this over with. Let's move on to some Well, they got to be they got to be done by now. But, yeah, I was uh, I just wanted you to know how much I gave up to, to be here on, on your podcast. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you again soon.